Good morning and welcome once again to the Sunday morning message brought to you each and every Sunday morning right here on Classic Hits 103.7 by Living Waters Lutheran Church located in Pound, Wisconsin. You can join Living Waters Lutheran Church online at Facebook at Living Waters Crivets or you can reach out to them on email at livingwaterscrivets at gmail.com. As always, this message is being brought to you each and every Sunday morning, as I say, right here on Classic Hits 103.7 by our sponsors. This morning's sponsors include Joe's Auto Body, located in Sunnyview Lane in Cribbets. Contact Joe for all your auto body needs at 715-854-2481. That number, once again, is 715-854-2481. It is also brought to you by the people at Fisher Tax and Financial Services, located on Highway 141 in Cribbets. You can contact Fisher Tax and Financial Services for all your tax and financial needs at 715-854-3695. It is also brought to you by Circle R Accounting for all your tax representation needs. You can contact Circle R Accounting at 715-854-7084. That number, once again, is 715-854-7084. We'd also like to welcome a new sponsor to this program at JC's Auto Detailing located at 225 Hames Avenue in Coleman. Contact JC for all your auto detailing needs at 920-662-6332. That number once again is 920-662-6332. It is always, this message as I say, is brought to you by Living Waters Lutheran Church located at 3007 Business 141 in Pound, Wisconsin. Living Waters Lutheran Church meets every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and again at 11 a.m. in our social hall for fellowship. Please, we hope that we might be able to see you in person or as I say, as always, you can contact Living Waters Lutheran Church at 715-927-7084. If you wish to become a sponsor of this program or wish to reach out to Living Waters Lutheran Church, you can always do so by mailing. Living Waters Lutheran Church at P.O. Box 232, that's P.O. Box 232, at Crivets, Wisconsin, 54114. Or again, as I say, if you want to connect with Living Waters Lutheran Church online on Facebook, our tag is Living Waters Crivets. And as always, you can contact them at 715-927-7084. Let us begin this morning with a morning prayer. I come before you, O Lord, as the sun rises, may your hope rise up in me. As the birds sing, may your love flow out of me. As the light floods into this new day, may your joy shine through me. I come before you, O Lord, and drink in this moment of peace, that I may carry something of your hope, love, and joy toward day in my heart. We all say, Amen. The Old Testament reading for the first Sunday of Advent is from Jeremiah chapter 23. Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch, and he shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell securely. And this is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when they shall no longer say, as the Lord lives, who brought up the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But as the Lord lives, who brought up and led the offspring of the house of Israel out of the north country and out of all the countries where he had driven them, 
Then they shall dwell in their own land. The epistles from Romans chapter 13. Owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law, the commandments. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not covet any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know the time, that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. When they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied in a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road, and the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Please be seated for the word of the Lord. The words we heard in the epistle reading this morning. Behold. We are closer today than when we first came into the presence of the Lord to the end. It's true. Right now, this minute, I am closer to Jesus coming again than I was a minute ago. These words are true. The problem is, is we don't know when Jesus will come. We do not know when the Lord will come to reign forever. But we anticipate it. We anticipate it just as the early Christians anticipated the birth of Jesus, the Messiah. Just as little children anticipate the coming of Christmas morning. Been spending time reading of churches 
churches who are debating and arguing what color candles are in the Advent wreath. Where do we put a Christmas tree? Do we even allow a Christmas tree in a church? Many churches do not allow Christmas trees. Lutheran churches, of course, being mostly German, have Christmas trees. The Christmas tree, people think, comes from pagan rituals, when truly it does not. The bringing of greens in this time of year comes, of course, from pagans. My mother talks about how they used to take carrots. They would cut the tops off and put them in water and put them on the windowsill. Because what will happen is a carrot will then sprout green. Can't eat it, it doesn't grow a carrot, but it sprouts green. These were things that people would do to remind them of life and living and the greenness of summer. That's what we do. Just as the giving of presents at Christmas time, it reminds us of the giving of the Lord, of His Son, the greatest gift the greatest gift we ever receive. A sacrificial lamb to go to the cross for one and for all. The sad part is the sin of the world in which we live in. Where we anticipate the material gifts and not the gift of Christ. As I say, little kids from now until Christmas morning are anticipating what are we going to receive? What shiny new objects? Even for myself, I always get all worked up thinking this will be the year that my kids and my wife actually get me what I want. Parents know that usually is not what happens. I've gotten many things over the course of the last 19 to 20 years. Some things I have used, other things I will use hopefully someday. Some things have not yet been removed from their boxes. The anticipation. Because that is exactly what Advent season is all about. These next four weeks when we are preparing for Christmas. In many ways I want to look at it and go, this is how we should prepare every day. Every day we are preparing for the coming of Christ. Not to be born in a manger. No longer to come as our Savior, 
But for when Christ comes to redeem us, the living and the dead, once and for all, to defeat the sin of this world, for God's power to reign forever in the new Jerusalem. We need to prepare for it. How do we prepare for it? How do we prepare for our death? There's a kick in the knees. For us to obtain this, we must die. We don't want to talk about that. We hear the words of the Lord this morning, Love your neighbors. I've heard that sermon enough to almost want to vomit when I hear those words. Especially now when I look at how do I prepare for the coming? I prepare for my death. Thanks, Lord. Really, God, that's how this has to come. And before I die, I have to suffer in this world? In this darkness? This is the harsh reality and the truth of life. We have to endure the pains of living. The pains of loving and giving of ourselves to others. This isn't really reassuring. See, we must understand that part. We must acknowledge it and accept it. Or we deny the truth. To deny the truth would be to deny Christ. Just as the disciples asked Jesus, why must you go to the cross? Come on, you, you, surely your father doesn't want you to do that. Pick up your sword. Peter picked up his own sword and said, Lord, command me and our army will be raised. But as I say, Jesus looks at the disciples and says, that's not the way. It's not the way. Because death is certain. I understand they're going to be trying to transplant a head onto a new body. They've been working on it for a couple of years. And I sit here and I go, one more way to try to cheat death. And the thing is, when you try to cheat death, you're trying to cheat God. For as I say, all things must die. Because even Jesus died. Then I look at it and I go, you want me to prepare for this? Where's the joy? The joy is in knowing what we heard in the words of Jesus Christ this morning. 
the words of we walk in the light. We walk in the love of Christ. We owe no one anything. We owe God nothing. The debts have been paid. The sins have been forgiven. And where we see death, there is life eternal. Life with God and Christ, the Holy Spirit, all the saints that have gone on before us. For an eternity. Never ending when we will not have to fear death no more. That's what's awaiting us. That's what's coming. That's what's promised and guaranteed through the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. In his resurrection, we are guaranteed we will rise. And just like Christmas morning, where we celebrate the coming of the Messiah in the Jesus Christ, who goes to the cross and gives the gift of salvation, the next time, the gift is going to be so much greater in knowing that we will then once and for all live forever in the light and love of God. We will bask in the glory of Christ. That's what's coming. That's what's coming. Now, as I say, I know we all, we, we're going to fight it tooth and nail. And you should. Because we should want to actually live in this sin-filled life as long as possible. Not just for ourselves, but for our loved ones. So that we might be able to spread the love and the word of the salvation of Christ to others. For all who live in darkness to see the splendor of the light. To bask in the glory of the gift, the greatest gift. The gift of salvation and forgiveness. Through Christ all things become true. Through Christ, salvation is offered true. Through Christ, all things can be done. But at the same time, it's a waiting game. Everybody always wants to look at things that go instantaneous fix. Why can't Christmas come tomorrow? No. Life is a waiting game. Anyone who has ever been in the military understands the idea of hurry up and wait. Anyone who's ever been out west on the wheat run, trust me, I know what the words hurry up and wait mean. 
was when we got to the field, we would fly as fast as we could to get that field harvested and then wait for the next field to get dry. One day you might work 20 hours, the next day we might sit and pull 20-some nails out of each tire and there would be close to 20 tires on each truck. It's human existence. Hurry up and gather while ye may, so we then can wait. I used to cut all of my firewood before the first snowflake. Someday, maybe when I have time, I will try to do that again, as opposed to now cutting it every single day as I feed the boiler. It's my little rebellion against the idea of hurry up and wait. It's called being prepared now and living today. Because see, that's, that should be what we feel in Advent. Our idea of anticipation and waiting should be filled with joy and celebration and knowing it's coming. It's coming. Now, harsh reality is, is I'm sick and tired of Christmas music already. I can't wait for Christmas to be over. But again, that's the sinful nature of life. When I think about these things, I go, that is the essence. Because as much as we want to say, Lord, come tomorrow. Why do we want it to come so fast? Why can't we just enjoy today? Enjoy each other. Enjoy what the Lord has given us. Enjoy knowing that Christ is coming. Nowhere have I ever seen a sign that says, Rejoice, the Lord will come tomorrow in the end of the world. It's usually repent, run for the hills, prepare. Prepare is probably a good one. At the same time, we should already be prepared. We should already be ready to go when the Lord calls us. First thing you got everybody that goes, well, we're looking for the signs. Well, the kicker is, Will you be among the living or the dead when Christ comes? So therefore we must be already prepared. Already prepared in knowing that we have been forgiven, we've been saved, 
and we will live forever. Let us pray. O Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of the season of preparation as a reminder, not only for those who awaited the Messiah, the baby, but for those of us now that await for the coming of Christ, when we will be with you forever. We know we are one step closer to that moment, but whether it comes this afternoon, when we are already dead, or if it comes still within our lifetime, we go forth living and loving and enjoying every moment that you have given us, doing your will and walking in the light of Jesus Christ. We all say, Amen. Thank you once again for tuning in to Classic Hits 103.7. We conclude this morning with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. As I say, I'd like to thank you again for tuning in this morning. You can reach us or listen to us again next week right here on Classic Hits 103.7 at 9.30 in the morning on Sundays. Or you can get together with us in person at Living Waters Lutheran Church and pound underneath the Pound Water Tower at 10 a.m. If you wish to contact Living Waters Lutheran Church, you can do so by contacting Living Waters Lutheran Church online at Living Waters Crivets. That's livingwaterscrivets at gmail.com. You can also call us at 715-927-7084. That number, once again, is 715-927-7084. As always, this message is brought to you by all the members of Living Waters Lutheran Church, as well as JC's Auto Detailing, located at 225 Hames Avenue in Coleman. You can contact JC for all your auto detailing needs by calling... 920-662-6332. That number, once again, for all your auto detailing needs is 920-662-6332. This message is also brought to you by Circle R Accounting. For all your accounting and tax representation needs, get a hold of Circle R Accounting at 715-854-7084. That number, once again, is 715-854-7084. It is also being brought to you by Fisher Tax and Financial Services. For all your tax and financial needs, get a hold of Fisher Tax at 715-854-3695. That number, once again, is 715-854-3695. This message is also brought to you by Joe's Auto Body. You can get a hold of Joe for all your auto body needs by contacting Joe at 715-854-2481. That number, once again, is 715-854-2481. 2481. But we know that through the hope and praise of Jesus Christ and the healing ability of the Holy Spirit, we will get through this all. And as always, remember your sins are forgiven through the risen Lord. Hallelujah.